Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NFL DFS Today. I'm your host, Keith Cork, and I am uh, joined here, as always, by Mike LaFemina here to break down um, a 10-game Week 15 slate. Uh, we're going to be focusing on the main slate. If you guys don't have a DFS pass, my guy Mike did actually just release, right before we hopped on here, a DFS delivery for the three-game slate for all of our DFS pass subscribers. So if you're planning on playing those three-game slates tomorrow, like like I am for sure, uh, you're going to want to grab that. But Mike, how you doing, man? And uh, you know, t- tell me about the slate. Tell me about the three-gamer. Anything you want to talk about? I mean, hey, we're in fancy playoffs now, man. Yeah, it's it's been a blink of an eye. We're already in best ball advancement season. We got fantasy, first round of most fantasy home leagues. Um, and then, yeah, I don't – this is usually when the NFL starts mixing in the Saturday games with no college going on. So we get a few of those slates, so plenty of action to win some money going yeah, on. Yeah, man. And I'm excited. We were just talking about before I came on. You you and I are number one and number two uh, in the yes, sir. Sports Ethos Experts League. So uh, I think we know a thing or two. Uh, no, I've, I've had some help, obviously, from some of the guys here at Sports Ethos, but I couldn't uh, couldn't give that for the world. I've had a, a lot of fun, though, jumping back in, you know, after not really following football um, for, gosh, I don't even know, probably eight, nine years. I just tuned out for a while, but uh, back at it. It is a fun sport. I am excited to jump into this site with you and discuss all the good things. Speaking of best ball, though, you can't do underdog uh, where you are, right? So you did uh, you did DraftKings, and how, yes. how are your best ball teams going? Uh, not as great not so as I <laughs> hoped. I had like a 12% advance rate mm. on, on my teams. I got a, I, I missed like two or three advancing by like yeah. five points. The last, that last Monday night game, uh, Jaden Reed having a huge game knocked me out. It, it was, it, it just didn't make any sense, but you know, um, you know, we got, we got some shots. Got yeah. A, couple decent teams it's just a matter of staying healthy right yeah. um yeah that's the big one and especially at qb right now it's like who yeah. you know who even has a starting qb anymore um and and even we'll start qb because like these qbs we'll talk about it in a minute here but they're great like even the good we the ones we think we can count on uh like patrick mahomes just like you know crapping the bed left and right so um it's been a rough uh, position to navigate but uh but yeah 15 percent. it looks like i just did the math here six out of my 40 best ball mania uh entries advanced so um you know not, not the best in the world but that's it, about average so I'll take like it. that's not yeah that's not anything to yeah it's not bad but it's not it's not great so anyways let's move on though to dfs let's talk what people came here for um so we'll talk you know position by position here and, and what we like uh i think we kind of know where everyone's gonna go and i'm gonna try to throw out some some different stuff as well but we'll talk about you know the chalk as well of course um, so let's talk about QB, man. What do you like here, Mike? And, uh, you know, who, who's catching your eye? Right. Obviously, you know, everyone's going to gravitate towards Matthew Stafford going yeah. against this Washington team that's just not good on defense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're healthy. Uh, I want to say the game is in L.A. Yes, mm-hmm. it's in, you know, so a home game. The whole passing attack is healthy. We get a a uh, healthy Cooper Cup, a healthy Puka Nukua-ish, a healthy Matthew Stafford. So there's – there's, and he's cheap. He's $6,000. So it's yeah. it's like a perfect storm of a lot of things. So yeah. for cash games, I think Matthew Stafford's a no-brain. No you click him, you move on. 
Um, if you want to poke holes in him, right, he doesn't offer anything as far as rushing upside goes. Uh, and Kyron Williams is very viable to steal some touchdowns uh, from the passing game. So there, there are ways it can fail. So if you're going away from that, I think Brock Purdy is super viable once yeah. again, um, <laughs> yeah. even at 6,800 as his yeah. price continues to climb. He's still the, what, one, two, three, four, five, sixth or seventh priced quarterback on this slate. And he's been outproducing uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's, you know, against Arizona, it's a great matchup. Uh, I think Purdy's all systems go this week mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah, Purdy was the guy because um, you know I, I went through and I went, okay, what QB jumps out to me that is not uh, Matthew Stafford because I know everyone's gonna have Matthew Stafford and it was Brock Purdy, so that, that's what I ended up with. Uh, I stacked him as well, but yeah, I, I think you're right that um, you know most people in the smart choice here for for most people is just gonna be uh, Matthew Stafford if you spot the easy win there. I mean, most of the field's gonna go there. Um, but what about you know obviously we've got Josh Hill and Dak, Dak Prescott going against each other here. <laughs> in what should be a high profile, highly watched, um, you know, game people are really anticipating. So um, Prescott's been balling out, man. I mean, how, how are we feeling about maybe a little bit of Dak or or even Josh Allen? Yeah. I mean, if you want to get contrarian, I don't Mm -hmm. think a lot of people are going to go to Dak, Mm -hmm. even though he's been awesome. The bills defense has been, it is just been riddled with injuries as of late. It's just that 8,000 price tag that people are going to see next to Dak and be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> at Buffalo yeah. in December. I don't know mm-hmm. about that. Um, so, you know, I think he's worth a risk, especially with how well, you know, that offense has been going. But uh, yeah. Josh Allen is, you know, they need they need to win. And mm-hmm. when yes, they need they to win, Josh Allen – true. Um, he definitely ups his rushing attempts, which obviously <laughs> makes him more appealing. It's crazy. Fantasy. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it's not the best matchup going against Dallas defense, but they can be had. We just saw Geno Smith and company light them up a couple weeks ago on Thursday night football. Uh, I'd say this offense is certainly just as, or if not more, probably more talented than Seattle. So I could get down with some Josh Allen too. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think Justin Fields is mm. somewhat interesting at 7,000. I know Cleveland's not the best matchup in the world, but mm. I, if anybody can use their legs to get away from the, the rushing attack or the passing rush yeah. defense yeah. of uh, <laughs> Cleveland, even for me to say, I think, you know, Fields is, you know, he's yeah. been playing pretty good ball the yeah. past few weeks. Um, yeah. And Cleveland just did get mildly uh, attacked by a gimpy Trevor Lawrence last week. So um, I think Fields is kind of interesting in large field tournaments. Let me tell you somebody else I'm looking at here who maybe probably, he's probably going to be very low owned, but the guy who jumps out to me as well as, uh, as Will Levis, um, you know, 5,400. Mm-hmm. I liked why I saw Levis last, last week. And yeah. um, I mean, you know, obviously they're going against, uh, against the um, the Texans who are going to be without C.J. Stroud. So, you know, perhaps he gets some easy looks near the end zone because his defense gets some turnovers, you know, down down on that side sure. of the field. So um, so that's another guy I've got my kind of eye on here. And if I need to drop from like a, a Purdy to there, because um, I'm not in love with, with who I end up with at tight end, which we'll, we'll get to obviously as well. But um, but I think he's a, he's a nice little cost cutter that's kind of further down the list because, you know, we're looking at all these, these backup QBs and like every week, uh, you know, invariably – one of them goes off. 
uh, which is just absolutely crazy. And so trying to pick which one's going to you know do that. Um, I mean, I guess it's not that crazy. I mean, you know, stats have to be produced by somebody, right? So, um, so it's somewhere down the line, some of these guys gets it. So, uh, but he was the guy that jumped out to me. Are there any other kind of, you know, cost cutting, low, low cost guys or backups that you're looking at that might jump off the page a little bit more than others? Um, not particularly, I think you could make a case for like Joe Flacco, um, even Baker going against Green Bay is is a decent but do i trust baker in december yeah. in green bay eh, not really <laughs> um yeah I, I think you know usually uh, you know me i'm a low spend little on quarterback type of guy but mm-hmm. uh i think stafford at six thousand is probably the lowest yeah. i i'll be going this week I, there's a lot of there's no reason mid, really. Because yeah. yeah. even going down to like a Will Levis, even though all those things I said, you know, I think they're they're good points, but six hundred dollars is your savings there. So, you right. know, um it's just not I mean, if, if that gets you to somebody that you're looking at, I guess, but um but it's really yeah. kind of a, a risk you don't really need to or, take. So. Or a fields or like Allen goes off, then you're yeah. just you're crushed because Levis he might have like a, a decent game and for points per dollar be a good play for you, yeah. but just raw points. Yeah. I, I don't think he has like the ceiling of gotcha. those two guys. So fair enough, fair enough. Well, let's move on here to the running back position. And um, you know, let me hear first of all, uh, I've got some ideas here, but let me hear first of all who you're targeting here, because this is kind of maybe um the second most interesting <laughs> position to me on this site. I'm I'm not it's not that I don't I have a couple of guys I do like here, but uh, I'm not entirely sure where, where the rest of the field's going. So inform me, enlighten me. <laughs> sure. Um I up top, I think it's going to be a lot of Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. and for good reason. Arizona yeah. stinks against the run, and he's Christian McCaffrey, and he's <laughs> only 90, I say only 9,300, but you can make the argument he could be more expensive, especially when we get to receiver in a little bit, and you got a $9,900 price tag on Tyreek Hill this week. Mm. Um, I That's a little silly to me, so I think uh, 9,300 for McCaffrey is certainly an easy click to make. Uh, we talked about Kyron Williams a little bit uh, before. I think he's an easy click to make, even if you do have Stafford in your lineup. He's he's had some passing game work. Uh, he could be part of your Stafford stacks or just you know play independently of them. Um, if you want to go down the board a little bit, Rashad White has a great role and is heavily utilized in the passing game, uh, and he's a modest 7,000. Um, and, and then uh, I think that as gross as it says <laughs> to, to say that Ezekiel Elliott deserves some consideration. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that's what, that's what I want. That's what play. I want. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, no, so here, yeah, so here's my thoughts on that. You know, I think, um, that's where I landed. I'm, I'm, I just automatically, I just went there and clicked it. Cause I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, I got a feeling here, Belichick. I mean, I, you know, I don't think anything's been substantiated yet, but obviously we're getting rumors swirling that Belichick's out. Um, you know, they've got a few games left under their belts here. I, I you know, Patriots are going to be looking to, to ruin some people's seasons and just cause havoc and, and do whatever, because, um, you know, why not? Why not end on a high note, at least for Belichick, if this if this is the way out, you know, so um, I think best chance they have to win with their quarterback situation is to 
get Ezekiel Elliott very involved like he was last week. You know, it uh, wasn't like a spectacular game or anything like that, but um, it was serviceable. But he ended up with 27 DK points. So, yeah, that's, um, at, you know, 5,800 if he ends up with a you know similar line. Obviously, um, you know, the Chiefs have been susceptible to, to giving up points this season. So, um, you know, not the worst uh, matchup either, honestly. So, um, yeah, I love me some Zeke, man. Uh, that's that's why I wanted to have the running back position right away. The other guy I kind of looked at here, and, um, you know, I don't think this is too crazy out of left field, but but uh, I'm going back to, to Honey Bijan, uh, Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously against Carolina. Um, just love the matchup here. Love, um, you know, the narrative of, of Arthur Smith going more to Bijan uh, down the stretch here and, and really unleashing him a little bit more as, um, you know, they march towards playoffs, hopefully. So, um, but yeah, those are the two I landed on here. Um, but I love I love those other calls you said as well. I think it's gonna be hard for me to not end up with Christian McCaffrey by the time this actually kicks yeah. off. So um, we'll see where, we'll see where I uh, where I cut to get there. But any other thoughts on um, running backs or, or maybe some lesser uh, you know lesser owned guys? Um, some lesser I, I will say I think Antonio Gibson before we get to lesser owned is going to be pretty popular. He's got a good price tag, good role. Um, with B, uh, Brian Robinson being ruled out and not much in the way of anybody really behind him, threatening him. You know, there's Chris Rodriguez, but I don't, I don't really see him getting a ton of work. So uh, Gibson is going to be pretty popular too. Um, I think that James Cook could be interesting, especially he's seen an uptick in, uh, usage in the passing game since they got rid of Ken Dorsey, uh, offensive coordinator. I don't know if that's coincidence or just happened, you know, or if that's like a premeditated thing that Buffalo has been trying to do. But uh, James Cook could certainly be involved against Dallas in what has the potential to be a shootout or a trailing game script for Buffalo. Um, and then it's really tough to pass up on what Derrick Henry has has mm. been up to lately. Um, you know, I, I Houston is not a great, great matchup for opposing running backs, but they're not like something you have to avoid at all. And it's December and it's Derrick Henry. So I, yeah. I that's a little narrative basedy, but um, I think Derrick Henry could be in for a a decent day as well. Uh, here's an interesting question for you, because we typically find, you know, a couple of running backs or a backup running back that's, you know, um, going to be cheap that we can, you know, do some cost cutting on. I'm, I mean, I'm looking here and I'm not, uh, I mean, I looked before and I'm looking again now just to like confirm, but I'm not seeing anyone below like, you know, um, below Zeke, basically below 5,800 that I'm like, okay, this is a guy I, I would want to plug in my lineups. I mean, maybe like Jerome Ford at 5,500, um, maybe maybe down to Foreman because we saw he got RB one work last week um, at five thousand, but it's a tough matchup against the Browns. Yeah. So um, you know the, none of these guys are really like sticking out to me. So we're we're probably spending up at running back here, right? Yeah, uh, I mean like relatively like if someone wanted to go Zeke and Gibson and then move on and spend up at mm. wide receivers, sure. I just. I think you have to play McCaffrey or Kyron Williams and then pick up, pick one of those two guys. Um, Fair enough. That's... So there's your, there's your strategy. Okay. <laughs> go, get, go get to the money. Um, all right, let's move on to wide receivers. Before we do though, I do want to go ahead and mention, just shout out our guys over here 
Um, first of all, in our NFL Fantasy Pass, our NFL Fantasy Division, um, just incredible work all season. Uh, Mike's been a part of that. Um, you know, done some some other stuff for us as well as part of the draft guide and things like that. So, um, just big thanks to everybody that contributed there. Um, you know, hopefully you're out there listening to this. But um, you know, if you guys don't have the NFL Pass this season, want to get it next season, uh, you can sign up for the Ethos 360 uh, Pass or uh, any of our bundles that have that as part of it, and you'll uh, you'll get that. And um, just great, great work. Again, I made I made the uh, playoffs in all three of my fantasy leagues, so uh, not many leagues that I jump back into. But you know, hey, I'm just getting my feet wet again, so uh, happy with the results so far. Absolutely. So, um, all right, wide receivers. Uh, let me just yeah, I've been talking for too long now. Let me just have you have at it, man. Who's who are you looking at here? <laughs> no, it's all good, all good. Yeah, wide receivers kind of weird this week. There isn't like. Obviously, Tyreek and C.D. Lamb are, are great players. They're just awfully pricey and a little tough to fit in, um, especially Tyreek. I think people are going to see that price tag, see the matchup against the Jets and go, uh, no thanks, mm-hmm. which, you know, makes sense. But uh, also, uh, and coming off the ankle injury from Monday Night Football. So, but the last time they played the Jets, it was in New York, and he went for nine one oh two and in a score so i'll just leave that out there but um <laughs> i think a lot of people are going to gravitate to these mid-tier guys like rasheed rice who's really seen an uptick in playing time and he's been earning targets when he's on the field with the chiefs but now he's playing a lot more he's had 10 targets nine targets 10 targets the last three weeks scored two of those weeks um, and gets a not a great matchup, you know, against New England. But they got he, Mahomes has to throw the ball to somebody other than Kelsey, and it it seems to have been Rasheed Rice, and that's a good uh, sixty one hundred is a nice price tag. I also think you'll see a lot of people go to Jaden Reed, filling in for Christian yeah. Watson, and Tampa Bay gets absolutely shredded through the air, so it could be a Jordan Love to Jaden Reed type of week. Um, he's He was always still maintained some volume, uh, but uh, four, you know, he only saw four for 16 last time out against Kansas City, but that was with Christian Watson. Um, you know, I, th- I think with that price tag and potential role in the, in the matchup, as I mentioned, Jaden Reed yeah. is going to be popular for good reason yeah 4900 for Jaden reed i mean that's uh definitely somebody i looked at like right off the bat i was like oh wow i can't believe he's still still that cheap yeah. you know um so I, I think that's a great call there um yeah i you know obviously i went with purdy as my quarterback here with this, with this build right now so yeah. um i went brain Ayuk uh as yeah. the you know just kind of stack there so that's kind of a throw out like that's, a, that's just a stack i don't have to go with that um i'll probably end up dropping so i can go up to to mccaffrey uh, at running back and, you know, just have some safety there. But um, some of the guys that stuck out, though, and this is, you know, going down uh, the price list quite considerably, but Wandale Robinson uh, at 3700 after what we saw last week in his involvement in the offense that really seemed to click and, and you know, um, went on to beat the the Packers. That was our first uh, road win, I think it was, or something like that. I can't remember. what. No, that, that might be a different game. I think I'm misremembering. But either way, it was a good victory for them. Um, 17.5 DK points in that last game. 
um, seven targets, you know, uh, through the air. He also had a couple of rushing attempts as well that went off for big yards. So um, big playability here. I think it's a big, you know, hit or miss type of situation. And the Saints, you know, uh, are they, they, they have been hit or miss this season, too. Like the Saints defense, you know, hasn't been good consistently. They've been good some weeks and some weeks they really have. And I, I, I've been following the Saints a lot this season because I've got a lot of Saints in my dynasty league that I'm eliminated out of now. But, um, yeah, they, they have not been playing uh, consistent good football. So so I do like Wandale here. Um, you know, obviously the Giants have a little bit of magic going for them right now, too. So that's kind of nice as well. A little bit of that uh, was it Tommy Cutlass DeVito uh, love there. Oh, God, yeah. oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> uh, you saw his lawyer. I'm, just, I'm assuming uh, all that good stuff. Anyways, moving on. Uh, another guy that stuck out to me that might not be on a lot of people's radars or a lot of people's rosters uh, come Sunday uh, is DJ Moore. Um, and, you know, I mean, geez, just look at the last three weeks and what he's done with Justin Fields. Um, yeah. Obviously, the favorite target of Justin Fields. Obviously, Justin Fields is motivated to play good football right now. Um, for whatever reason, the Bears are also trying to win games. Whatever, <laughs> sure, who cares? I guess whatever. Um, so yeah, um, as long as those things are happening, um, you know, playing Deonta Foreman at RB one, then uh, you know, I think DJ Moore is a pretty safe bet there. He's only sixty nine hundred, so um, mm-hmm. that price tag kind of, you know, he's below that kind of other tier of seventy five hundred, eight hundred, eight thousand dollar guys that he can easily surpass or, or at least score as much as them. So um, so those guys I'm, I'm kind of looking at here. Anyone else that, you know, is a bit of a, a pivot or, or other guys you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, to just real quickly to your DJ Moore point, he just falls in that category of those mid-range guys that I think a lot. I don't think him in particular, but mm-hmm. that range is going to be played like the DJ Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Rasheed Rice, Garrett Wilson, I see mm-hmm. getting some ownership. Um, I mentioned Jaden Reed, but um, obviously like a guy like Puka Nakua is in Cooper Cup. I talked about how Stafford is a great, a great play. But if uh, if you want to get unique in a Rams way, I think you could spend down and play Demarcus Robinson at 3,600, who's filling in for the injured Tutu Atwell. Um, they, they do run a ton of three wide receiver sets, so he could be involved and he's been around the league you know he's obviously bounced around from team to team for a reason but um he's shown some flashes this year when he's gotten an opportunity so he could be a guy to take a look at uh the wider the 49ers guys are obviously you know worth a look um and then i think i think if you want to spend up at wide receiver i think you're getting a ownership discount for a really high ceiling for CD Lamb, the way he's been playing, yeah, um, and incredible. this Bills def, uh, secondary has just suffered mm-hmm. a good amount of injuries, and it, it could be just another deck to CD Lamb on Sunday. And we all feel stupid on Sunday saying, <laughs> "Why did we do that?" Oh, uh, yeah, they've been crushing it, man. The cow, and like, gosh, we all know what, what's going to happen here in a few weeks when the Cowboys play uh, uh, in the playoffs. But so, you know what? No, no, we're not talking about it, Keith. (laughs) At the time, right now, at at this moment, uh, they are playing really good football, so it's it's a lot of fun to watch, actually. So uh, I like that call a whole heck of a lot. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, wide receivers there for you, a a couple of plays that we're looking at. Uh, Okay, so let's move on to tight end, and this is one where I really – I just don't even know. Like, the guys – any of the guys I would play are all, like, priced up. So uh, uh, where do I go here, Mike? Uh, I don't know. It's it sucks this week at yeah. tight end. Like I think most people are just gonna 
click Trey McBride and move on just because he's been awesome. Um, he's still, for some reason, less than Taysom Hill and less than Dalton Kincaid. Um, you can even make – he should probably be priced around George Kittle. like he, but So you get a little bit of a discount there. Um, like <laughs> Logan Thomas, maybe. Yeah. Um, every it seems like we every time we throw his name out and he like just throws up a dime, yeah. But, but the know. Rams stink against tight ends, yeah. So that's that's, that's the thesis and the. Yeah. But that's the problem with Washington's passing attack. Yes, they throw it forty something times a game, but you just never know who it's going to. It could be yeah. Curtis. Sam- they throw to like seven or eight different guys. It's just really tough to stack it up together. Um, your boy Chig. Could be mm-hmm. could be in consideration. He's only twenty nine hundred. He's starting to see an uptick in usage as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think if you wanted to go down Tucker Craft at three thousand or Chig would be my spend down options for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, guys. I'm looking at so uh, another and the guy I laid down here and just to use up all my sale. I probably won't even. I mean, this is going to change anyways. But I laid down Kate Otten um, for Tampa Bay yeah. against Green Bay. I think you know. He's he's also 3200, so it's fine. Uh, you know, I think I mean, Chig. I don't know. Arguably, uh, who knows, right? If it's if, if they find the end zone, that's kind of what we're looking for here. I think exactly. any of those guys has uh, any three of those guys has um, has an opportunity to, to find the end zone uh, on their respective teams. So, um, I mean, there, I was trying to look if there's maybe just a really cheap tight end where if we wanted to punt, you know, we would be comfortable going to him. I just I don't, I don't see anything here, man. I think, you know, you're looking at like, probably, like you said, spending up for McBride, um, if you want to be, be safe, um, you know, and, and that's it. I mean, I can't even like, I like Cole Komet, but I can't even trust him against, you know, I mean, some Browns. I just don't know about mm-hmm. that matchup. So, um, any, anything else you want to say here? Or can we just move on? I just want to move on. Yeah. I, if you want to <laughs> play in Joku, I don't think that'd be crazy. Um, he's, He's been dominating targets. He's had double-digit DraftKings points in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of his last eight. I mean, he's coming off an 891-2 stat line, which obviously probably isn't going to be replicated, but he's heavily involved in this offense, and Flacco can throw the ball around. And the Bears' defense, while improved, is still not you know, yeah. um, anything I'm in avoiding. They have, uh, they have some holes. Uh, yeah, they have some holes. <laughs> and they're uh, one, two, three, four, fifth worst in the league in opposing tight end fantasy points. So. There you go. Perfect. Um, so anyways, let's move on to the defenses, though. Speaking of defenses and, and how they rank. Um, where are you going here, man? Let me uh, let me let you start. I mean, what's what are we looking at here? There are quite a lot of options surprisingly this week usually i want to puke <laughs> when i'm looking at defenses but like you could play if you want to spend up you could definitely play the 49ers you could play the dolphins you could play the chiefs all certainly about the saints all the titans all viable and then if you're like, well, I want to spend in the mid-range or so, the Rams at 3,100 are perfectly. The Packers against Tampa, for reasons I listed, are are fine. Or if you want, get cheap. And you're like, hey, um, 
the Patriots are really good defense and KC's really been struggling on offense. It's in new England. Yeah. They're only 2,300. I don't think I'd get killed playing that. Mm. That makes a lot of sense to me too. So, um, Really, the only ones I'm not looking to play would probably be Cowboys, uh, just based on price. Mm. Um, I'm I'm probably not spending up for like 49ers or Dolphins or anything like that, but I get it. If mm. someone wants to, um, Commanders defense, no way. <laughs> Giants defense, probably not. Cardinals defense, no way. But other than that, like I could probably be talked to anybody this week. Yeah, and so it, I don't it, know if that helps you. At all. <laughs> no, no, it well it does because I I was seeing the same thing you were. I was like, oh wait, I don't I, like there's I'm overloaded with choices here. Like there's there's a lot of good ones, and I you know I was even looking at the cheap ones. I was looking at the Patriots too, and I was like, oh man, I could do that, and I, yeah. I, it, it might work out for me. Like you know, you save a few a thousand or so, uh, you know, fourteen hundred from from what I've got right now, and you know maybe that gives me something else somewhere else. But um, but yeah, I laid on the Falcons at thirty six hundred. Like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, there's just so many good choices here, but that was kind of the um, the one that stuck out to me most, um, just because you know I just have no faith in that Carolina uh, offense to do anything remote for sure to, to, to competent. So it felt like a safe play, and uh, you know you spend up a little bit, but not as much as some other ones. So that allowed me to get some of these other guys I'm looking at as well. So um, so that's why I ended up on. But yeah, I, I, like you said, I mean all, all those uh, you know teams you mentioned and more, I think are are decent you know spots here. Um, you know, I, I probably also, I would throw in people, you know, not playing, I'm probably not playing the bears. I really like what, you know, Flacco's done, uh, with Mari Cooper. Um, and like you said, there, there's some holes in that bears, uh, defense. So that's just my, my two cents there as a bears fan watching them <laughs> for all season. Um, but no, I think you're, I think you're right though. There's, there's tons of uh, options here and, and that's, uh, you ran through them all. So any other insights on, um, anything on this slate, or I guess maybe just, you know, Game you're most excited for uh, to watch on this Sunday? Ooh, uh, I think the this kind of probably kind of a boring answer, but the Buffalo Dallas game mm. is oh, sure. really intriguing. I don't think there's going to be a lot of ownership that comes with it. If you wanted to stack it, it's got a high total, right? Fifty. Uh, last time I checked it. The value plays don't really project well or have a lot of high ceilings, so it leaves you with the expensive guys. So it's it makes it tough to build a roster with those guys, but their ceilings, Josh Allen, Dak, CeeDee Lamb, Diggs, they all have super high ceilings, and um, it could give you tremendous leverage on the field if you can if you can find some value that you're comfortable with pairing with those expensive stacks. So Buffalo Dallas for me. Uh, well, you know, I love the saints. So I want to see the, yeah. <laughs> I want to see the giant saints. I, I just, I want to see if DeVito can keep it up. I want to see if he can keep winning. Uh, I want to see, you know, uh, if the saints, I think they have like a 20% chance or something like that to make the playoffs. It's, it's not very high, but they have an outside chance still to make the playoffs. So they're still going to be pushing for it there. Um, so I think he's a lot to play for in that game uh, for them and then pride on the, on the Giants side. So I think that'll be an interesting one. I'm going to also mention the Bears and, and the Browns. I just anytime mm-hmm. Chicago and Cleveland meet, uh, that always interests me because, uh, you know, what's so special about Cleveland? There's nothing to do in Cleveland. As Joakim Noah once uh, I paraphrase a little bit, but once famously <laughs> said. Uh, yeah. So there's a little uh, yeah. bit of bad blood there, a little bit of bad blood there. But uh, no, I actually do like that Browns team, though. And I think, like I said, I think Flacco's. 
uh, coming and giving them some real life. I think you're going to be an interesting team uh, when when it comes to playoff time because of that defense, because that defense is really killer. And I, I I do like watching the defensive side of the football. So and the Bears defense honestly uh, has been playing a lot better the last I would say probably four weeks of the of the NFL season. Yeah. So. Ever since they got sweat. After, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the are they rush, doing? Yeah, <laughs> as, as improved, which they were, I think, the the second worst team uh, team in the league in, in pass rush and getting to the quarterback. So that definitely uh, drastically improved some things for the Bears. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been fun, and I think it's going to be a fun fun matchup. There, they so. love giving up those second round picks at the trade deadline, <laughs> like they did for Claypool last year. It's <laughs> At yeah, least they're a Chicago <laughs> team that's willing to make trades, unlike that's true. their basketball that's, team. But that's true. That's, yeah. that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. <laughs> and uh, we'll be hitting you with that one later, too. But anyways, all right, guys, that's going to do it for us. That is the uh, NFL DFS Today pod for week 15. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, do follow me on Twitter. I'm at, at EthosKeith. Uh, go follow Mike. Where, Mike, where, where can people find you in your work, my friend? Yeah, all the stuff goes up on Sports Ethos. If you get that DFS pass, I think we're at five dollars a month for that, Keith. Right? Yeah. Um, right. It's we we you know daily content on the NBA side, pick 'em plays, DFS plays, and then we got the DFS delivery for football once a week coming out. Access to the Discord, so you get a lot of bang for your buck for that five bucks. That's where you can find my work, and you can find me on Twitter for some additional stuff at mlfm10. Yeah, go go follow my guy here, and I'm just checking right now. Daily content, yeah, those uh, those pickums I've been putting out there. Some of them have been hitting. I'm I'm not gonna hit today, unfortunately, but uh, it's all good because we're gonna keep hitting some uh, some big ones here and get you some money. So go check it out, sportsethos.com. As my guy said, uh, do listen, like, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Until next time, everybody. Hey, go get that money. <laughs>